This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i'm your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight breaking brian kelly can actually recruit holy moly brian kelly can actually recruit. Who would have thought it? If you've missed it, LSU lands four-star safety Michael King Dordery out of Loganville, Georgia, Grayson High School. Massive four-star safety recruit out of the state of Georgia. Had offers from Bama, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky. Florida, Florida State, all of the above. The entire South is what I should have said. The entire South offered this kid. But lo and behold, lo and behold, it's Brian Kelly that comes away with the recruit. I was told by the national pundits, oh my God, Brian Kelly's a horrible fit at LSU. He's a horrible fit in the bayou. It's all I heard for more than three months. Well, breaking one more time. 
If you hadn't heard, now you have. Massive recruit for Brian Kelly. We will touch on that. We'll touch on the BK takeover. Um, maybe we are under are starting as LSU fans. We are starting to understand the method to the madness. The freak out from everyone, maybe, just maybe, we are starting to witness in 3D the, the what Brian Kelly is doing. We'll touch on it. Uh, LSU offensive line coach Brad Davis speaks. I will talk about what he showed and the hand that he showed this spring it will make a lot of sense. We'll break that down a lot tonight on LSU's offensive line. Um, we already talked about Brian Kelly recruit. We will talk some LSU baseball, LSU versus Arkansas series preview. We will touch on the Hogs. I feel like everybody that lives in the state of Arkansas can play a banjo. What do y'all think? Give me a thumbs up in the comments if you think that every resident or everybody from the state of Arkansas can play a banjo. Let me know what you think. Do you think former President Bill Clinton could play a banjo? All right. Not trying to get political. That's not political. Uh, Pelicans uh, play-in game is tonight. If we have the time, we will talk about the fighting Zions. Or well, they're not really the fighting Zions, are they? They're the fighting Brandon Ingrams. They're the fighting Pelicans. <laughs> anyway, we got a lot to get into. We got a lot to get into. Our producer, Zach, is not here tonight. Boo! Boo this man! Boo! We've got some, he's got some, uh, you know, some things to take care of. Oh, <laughs> and the Zach will be back with us tomorrow. Mike Jones on Friday, uh, as we've been doing every week with Mike Jones, every single week we've been doing with Mike Jones. Uh, don't tell me you don't watch the podcast either. I know you do. Don't act like you don't. All right. Let's get started. We do have a lot to get into. We're still doing a $500 giveaway. We Guys, we are so close, so terribly close to getting to 10,000 followers on Facebook. If you have not followed us already, if you have a significant other, ask them to see their phone for just five seconds. Go to Are You Serious Sports Network, hit the like button, give us that follow. 200 reviews on Apple Podcast. 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. It's not too hard to ask. Help a brother out. We'll give out $500 to one lucky listener. Reasonable? I think it's reasonable for me. Okay. Um, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share it to some Facebook pages. If you're on Facebook, there's a lot of you joining us already. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share to all those Facebook groups. If you're on Twitter, uh, hit the retweet. If you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and notification bell. And if you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, rate, review, and subscribe. There's a lot of you listening. A lot of you listen every single night. I need you to rate, review, and subscribe for a player. 
Go to the bottom. Scroll all the way to the bottom. Leave a leave a five star. Leave a review. Okay, let's pay some bills around this thing, um, and then we'll get started. I'll tell you the method to Brian Kelly's madness. Maybe it's starting to uh, everybody's starting to see what he's doing. Maybe it'll give you some ease. Uh, so let's talk about talking about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag, guys. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds, NBA playoffs, fights, and next season's futures. And don't forget about the MLB, which is back now. The Yankees won again today. Who are you picking for the World Series? Give me the Yanks. I'll never pick against the Yanks. <laughs> BetOnline is always covered for all of your Vegas casino needs as well. Use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. All right, let's pay some more bills around this thing. Talk about our good friends over at GM Varnado and Sons. We'll return right here. Got a lot to talk to you about Brian Kelly and the method to his madness. Oh, and if you want to know your starting offensive line, you might want to stay tuned. Don't forget to hit that like and share. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varnado & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Full Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Boy, it is just a, a fan field show tonight at 7 o'clock. More breaking news when it comes to recruiting. Justice Williams is coming back to the boot. LSU basketball gets another one who went into the portal from their team just this season ago. Justice Williams is returning to LSU. That's mad. That is, guys, let me say this. That is absolutely massive. Massive for Matt McMahon. God, I love doing this show at 7 o'clock, baby. <laughs> God, you got to love it, bro. But, yes, Justice Williams, uh, LSU basketball, just released a video that he is returning to the boot. So that's massive. Maybe they can get Efton Reed to come back. Sharif O'Neal, we'll see. Uh, we will see. Uh, let's get to a couple comments before we get started. I'm on one, says, let's go, Blake. What's happened? What has happened? Yes, yes, yes. I see a lot of comments. Mike Jones Jr. Friday, you know, in his normal slot. Roderick Duga says, big get for the Tigers, four-star safety uh, with Michael Daughter. Yeah, let me say this very quickly, too, since we're on this subject. Um, no, I I'll wait. because. But if I'm going to say this, massive. I think that I, I think that Daughtery, um, if, if I had to put a comparison on him, he reminds me a lot of, like, tattoos in the same spot the way that they run the way that they that he, that he covers he is a shorter grant delpit 
Guys, Michael Dordere is a shorter Grant Delpit. When I watch his film, I watch his range, I watch how he can tackle, I watch his instincts. Guys, Brian Kelly just got a, another version of Grant Delpit, only a couple inches shorter. I fu- Guys, I fully believe that about this kid. Fully believe that. Now, will he come in and have the immediate impact that Grant Delpit did? I don't know that because, again, I'm not huge on, on freshmen coming in and playing and starting a lot. Of, a, a lot. But LSU really needed Grant Delpit when he came in in that safety position. But he's got the ball skills, man. The kid is a ball hawk. I mean, instead of his nickname being King, they should call him the Hawk. That kid can ball, bro. That kid can absolutely play. I know what you're going to ask. Kylan Jackson, Derek Williams, the safeties in Louisiana. I still feel confident about that. I still believe, I still fully believe that you take uh, or could take two, if not three safeties. They would definitely do it. They would 1,000% do it. So I like what I see from Michael a lot, like a whole hell of a lot. I mean, guys, you get the the state of Georgia, like the state of Georgia has been historically really good to LSU. I, I know the whole Eric Gilbert thing. I get it. But when it comes to recruiting aspect, guys, your best pass rusher is from what state? BJ Ojolari is from what state? It's been good to the Tigers, man. Uh, was it Sam Montgomery from Georgia? Sonic Sam? I mean, you've got a lot of good athletes um, that came out of the state of Georgia. Let me um, – I might be wrong here. Maybe he came from Texas. Um, I don't know. Where did uh, Danell Hunter come – where was Danell Hunter from? See, when I look it up, it, always, it says he's from uh, St. Catherine, Jamaica, but where did he play? Where was he? Somebody in the, in the chat uh, help me with that. Where did where did uh, Daniel Hunter come from? Like, where did he play high school? Somebody help me out with that. Uh, Eric Wright says Key was from Georgia. Kevin Mentor was from Georgia. Uh, Mettenberg was from Georgia. Uh, Ant Marshall. Um, first off, let me say this. Er, I, I don't do this a lot, but Ant is a very good, uh, uh, very good friend of the show. Uh, he says, Georgia, Ray Charles. I'm going to go a step further and say, Georgia, Bush, and put the little Wayne um, spin on it. Uh, Sam Montgomery was from South Carolina, wasn't he? Yeah, and 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 uh, Daniel Hunter was from Texas. Thank you all for clarifying from that for me. Thank you all for clarifying for that. I, I, very quickly, I, I want to take this time to um, – Everybody pray for our good friend, Ant Marshall, um, his family, you know, with the bad storms or going through a little bit of things. I'm not going to, you know, you guys can ask him if you want, but uh, Ant, our, our thoughts and prayers are for you, brother. Um, you know, man, look, we all have unfortunately gone through some of the same things that you and your family are going through. We're praying for you, man. I mean, it's, it's never fun, um, but everybody you know, going through that kind of, you know, that has to go through these storms and stupid things like that, man, it, it, it's it's tough. I see everybody saying that uh, Hunter played at Katy, Texas. Okay. I, I, that's why I said I thought it was Texas, but I wasn't I, – I didn't remember. But, look, legitimately, legitimately, 
it's been really good. Like very, very, very good for this for LSU. Very, very, very good. Um, I want to talk about this though. I want to talk about this. Everybody who do us a favor and hit the like and share. I, I want to get to Brad Davis's comments, uh, the offensive line coach, because he said this today. I'll get to that in just a second, but I want to talk about the method to BK's madness. I I, I could I, I could um go on a Rafino's rants here, but it's a very positive Rafino's rants in a way. Right? Like, guys, let me let me just say this. Now I understand. I completely, 1,000% understand when people think about Brian Kelly, when people think about what he did at Notre Dame, sometimes you're like, huh, yeah, huh, huh. Blake, he was at Notre Dame. He didn't play in the SEC. Neither did, or coach in the SEC. Neither did Nick Saban. Dabo Sweeney has won two national titles. Neither has he. Guys, really good coaches are really good coaches. It doesn't always matter where they are. When you run a program tight-knit and structured the way that Brian Kelly does, the way that Brian Kelly does, good things are going to happen. A lot of good things are going to happen. Okay? So when I look, when I look at Brian Kelly and everybody's questioning what he's doing, whether it be national media, whether it be local media, you, we remember what the local media was doing. But now we're starting to see the curtain behind the matter. What is, what is going on with Brian Kelly behind the scenes? You know, I was under the assumption that we were about to start taking large hits in recruiting. Well, first off, you just went out of the state twice in about two weeks and got two top 100 prospects in Michael Daugherty and, 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 and Mac Markway, the tight end from St. Louis. So what happens when you start getting these recruits and kids from in-state? See, the, the problem with what everybody forgot about, what everybody didn't want to talk about, is that LSU can help you recruit. It always helps every coach recruit. Now Brian Kelly, who has had to recruit on a national stage, can not only lock down or attempt to lock down the state, but he's going to go outside the state and get top-tier recruits. Him and Brian Polian. Did you legitimately think, did you legitimately think that he was not, that he was not, um, hold on, my phone keeps buzzing. Somebody keeps calling me. Um, did you legitimately think that he was going to come here and take a step back? Guys, the last five years, Brian Kelly is two behind Nick Saban in total wins. Two. One. Two. Third being Ryan Day. <laughs> what did you, like, what, or maybe not five years with Ryan Day, um, but, because I'm thinking of three years, but when you think about Brian, he's been up there with the elite. Now, taking the look behind the curtain and recruiting, guys, it takes a long time to build a relationship. Blake, I thought, oh, no, it's so scary, NIL scary. 
I thought LSU was behind. Do you think that LSU's pulling deals and doing stuff? I'm here to tell you that they are. You're going to get fear-mongered. You're going to get people telling you that LSU is not ready, that LSU is not advanced, and LSU is not ready to go. Newsflash, it's a lie. You have people not only in the administration bought in, Brian Kelly bought in, the staff bought in, you have everybody bought in. Relationships take a long time, man. Brian Kelly was able to do it very quickly. Very, very, very quickly. So when you don't hear, you don't see what he's doing, doesn't mean he's not working. Doesn't mean that he's not attempting to orchestrate not only a top 10 recruiting class, but to graduate champions. To graduate champions. You Did you, seriously asking to everybody in here, Did any of you really think Brian Kelly was coming to LSU not to win a national title? Like, when he was hired and the money was released and everybody knew what he was making, oh, Blake, it's about the money. Really? Because even though Notre Dame's a private school, it's being leaked out that he was making $8.5 million. Really? It was about the money? You don't think Notre Dame could get him to 9.5, which is actually his base salary? You don't think they would do that? No, he comes here and he came here to win a natty. That's all that matters to him. I've talked to a numerous amount of recruits, a numerous amount of players that's on this team. All of them say one thing about Brian Kelly. He wants to win. They could see, they could see, it's like a, a, a Rocky three after, after Rocky and Adrian get into it on the beach, right? Like, when Adrian's like, what are you afraid of? And Rocky's like, I'm afraid! And then they talk, and then all of a sudden, he gets his mind right. He gets the eye of the tiger. Pun intended. I don't know who needed to hear that, if really anybody. But if you want to, if you want to continue to have that same energy about Brian Kelly, <laughs> you might want to pass it on, brother or sister. He's a proven winner. He's he's proven to have success. He's going to have success here. Give him some time. He's not done in recruiting either. Oh oh oh. He's also not done with this recruiting class. There might be some news coming very soon. All right, let's get to a couple comments. I do want to get to Brad Davis's comments, though, um, if you missed it today. Uh, LGZ. LGZ, you changed your profile pic on YouTube, my guy. You were looking like a, you know, you walked out of a GQ model. Um, but he says, my parents live in Monroe. I know they got a lot of rain and wind. Yeah, man. Shout out to my buddy, Ant. Shout out to my bro, Ant. Um, Dorian says, Kelly is great at maximizing talent. He has an abundance now. The sky's the limit. Guys, his best player's not on the field this spring. <laughs> Kayshawn Booty's not on the field. They're not, he's not on the field. That's his best player. They're going to be fine. Um, 
Something that was interesting, too, because we were on the show last night when Mike Denbrock talked, the offensive coordinator, um, which aligns with taking a, taking a look behind with Brian Kelly, and we'll talk about Brad Davis. Look, let me say this, too, before that. The next four to six weeks in recruiting is going to be really good for LSU. Very good for LSU. So remember on uh, April the 13th of 2022 of the Lord of our Savior, Jesus Christ, um, that Blake Rafino told you that the next four to six weeks is going to be really good. It's going to be very, very good. Um, but it was interesting to hear Mike Denbrock and Brad Davis talk, right, the last couple of days. Uh, Mike Denbrock last night when we were on the show, when we were talking to Paul Gervais, LSU's pitcher, our, our starting closer, um, Mike Denbrock said that, guys, just as much as players are evaluating us, you do realize that we're evaluating players, right? Talked about the most consistent uh, unit on the team as wide receiver from an offensive perspective. And then he really didn't answer the question about O-line. But I thought it was interesting from Brad Davis today. Brad Davis, if you missed it, when he was talking to in the behind-the-scenes curtain look, when he was talking, I don't know if he was really asked about why all the different combinations of LSU's offensive line, but he had some interesting words. He said that I want nobody on the, in the offensive line room to feel a sense of entitlement of being a starter. None of you. Just because I'm mic'd up don't mean, and they blanked it out. I think we're seeing Brian Kelly's madness. I think that they're sitting here evaluating while doing install. Who are the guys that can play? And the guys that can play, we're going to put them in the best position to play. That's why the offense, even though he had a little bit of a stagnant stint there for maybe uh, probably last week or coming out of it now why you see guys like will campbell starting at left tackle why every single practice you're seeing a new guy starting on the offensive line yesterday it being Traymond shorts at left guard it being miles frazier at right guard and then marcus dumerville and cam wire at right tackle no it's never the same because they have to know who can and who is going to step up on this offensive line now, I get labeled the O-line homer, but I believe that Brad Davis, and we've talked about this, I have a lot of faith for this group. Now, I still think that guys like Will Campbell are going to have growing pains. But everybody talks about center. Now, I've made a big concern about center. Funny how they show Gary Dellinger and Brad Davis always together, huh? Funny how that was an f- interesting correlation. Reason probably LSU's not going after a center in the portal or never really attacked that position is probably because, really because they have so much faith in, in Garrett Dellinger. We have no idea who the starting offensive line is going to be. We have a pretty good idea who the wide receiver is going to be. You know, quarterback. You probably have a pretty good feel after yesterday. Uh, Jane Daniels taking you know taking the first team rep, starting it off. Miles Brennan coming in. Jane Daniels coming in. Miles Brennan coming in. Jane Daniels coming in. Miles Brennan coming in. Can we stop with the Garrett N- uh, Nussmeyer stuff? <laughs> I mean, at this point, can we stop for the current moment? But on the, even on the defensive side, you know who the D line is going to be. You probably know and have a good idea who the linebackers are going to be. You probably have a decent idea who the who the secondary is going to be. Are they going to be adding a position or a guy there that can play this year? I believe that they are. But they're rotating guys in and out. You know, the funniest thing is that I've always heard over the last four years covering LSU. The number one thing that I've heard 
is Blake, we always have an issue at offensive line. Well, now you got three guys that have shown you at multiple stops that they can create an offensive line that can dominate. Brian Kelly being number one on that list. Brad Davis being number two. Will Campbell can't be dominating people like everybody's telling me on Twitter. And the offensive line be Rudy or Dookie. Rudy Pooh. It's not possible, guys. <laughs> now, they can have chinks in the armor, but I tell you what, Cam Wire looks a lot better. The method of the madness for Brad Davis is this. Is if you think that you're a starter, newsflash, you ain't. You better get your lunch pail ready to go, and you better knock somebody's face mask off, because if you don't get that intensity, you ain't a starter. That is the intensity an offensive line coach has to have. As an O-line coach, all of us are built the same. Every single one of us are built the same. You got to, excuse my language, please, if you have children around you, please turn that dial down. But to be an elite offensive lineman, and especially an elite offensive line coach, you got to be a mean, nasty son of a bitch. You do. Can Brad Davis take this offensive line to a level that we haven't seen before? They, <laughs> the funny thing is, I was told that, Blake, you don't have the talent there. Really? Why are they running the ball on guys like Mason Smith, Ali Gay? Carter the Power Bryant came on the show the other day, said in his film Breakdown, and he put it on his YouTube channel, that Will Campbell's dominating Ali Gay at the line of scrimmage. He didn't say he was doing good. He didn't say he was doing great. He said he was dominating a senior at defensive end. What some people naively say is a could be, and he could be, hell, he could be, work himself way into it, a first-round pick. Because we know Mason Smith and Jacoby Guillory can do it. We know Jaqueline Roy can do it. Interesting to hear from Brad Davis. Um, some people asked me this, too, about Mike Denbrock from yesterday. Um, Blake, what about the 30% install, right? Uh, are you worried about that? No, not, not right now. You know, not, not right now. Um, the reason I'm not worried about it is mainly because they're having to evaluate so many things. Guys, they don't have a quarterback. And, and really and truthfully, the quarterback that they probably would think would be more advanced than all the rest of them isn't taking a step forward. Guys, I'm sorry. Miles isn't taking a step forward. Neither is Jaden. Now, you're seeing of after practice film, 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 who is number one? It's not Miles at this point. Miles is going to have to get with it. Sprint this, you know, I, I said this for Miles last, last spring, and I was wrong. And you guys know that I will admit on this show when I'm wrong. I thought that the last spring game and the last offseason was the biggest in Miles Brennan's history. I was wrong. It's this one, <laughs> right? Like, it 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 it, it just is. You either gonna you either gonna uh, show up and show out, or you're gonna go home. Don't be surprised if it's gonna be a two quarterback system. Just remember, I told you this on the Lord's Day. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. I've been talking a lot. Uh, Mike says, co-eds around campus all day. Uh, come on, bro. Come on, Mike. 
Mike also says, I wish people would quit questioning Brian Kelly on coaching and recruiting and everything. It's so nice to finally have a coach that can speak a correct grammar. Ah, I see what you're saying there. You're talking about Orgeron. Yeah, Orgeron was petty yesterday. I'll, we'll let that one fly. Uh, Dorian says, our world-class food helps recruiting tremendously. Could be. Could be. Uh, Mark Thibodeau says, I, uh, I, we don't get a tight end. Uh, the portal is full of them. Uh, well, then that means they don't think that any of them can play. I mean, you LSU desperately needs a tight end. Desperately needs a tight end. Deeply. If they're not going, guys, if LSU, if there are multiple guys at center and multiple guys at tight end that are in the portal and LSU's not going after them after Brian Kelly has made it aware that they need a tight end to come out of the portal. It, it, it means either one of two things. Either, number one, they've evaluated those guys in the portal and they don't think that they can play. Or, number two, they know something that we don't. Now, I'm going to lean a little bit to the later. I don't know if they don't cross-train somebody. Is there somebody on defense or somebody on this team that you can cross-train to be a tight end? I don't know that. But I don't, you know. I think Jack Mashburn is a hell of a guy. A hell of a guy. Right? Like, hell of a dude. Um, He's just not an SEC tight end, guys. Not right now. And that that's not to say he can't play himself into one. Guys, he's 221 pounds. A tight end on the line of scrimmage cannot be 221 pounds. Now, I thought Jack Best did some things good on the end of the line of scrimmage playing that H-back tight end role, but you can't do that against Will Anderson guys on third and one. You can't do that in the SEC on third and one. Penn Jones says, you need a button to play Eye of the Tiger. No, we can't do that. Copyright, you know. Those old stupid copyright infringements. Uh, LSU Hyper on YouTube says, we just got a four-star safety at Georgia. What is your opinion? Um, I mentioned it earlier. Um, I think he reminds me a lot of Grant Delpit, maybe without a little bit of the, you know, I don't think he's going to come in and start immediately like Grant did because Grant, it was a little, a lot of out of, out of necessity, but Grant was extremely talented. Um, but he reminds me, they got the same tattoo in the same place on their arm. They move the same. They run the same. They tackle the same. Go pop in that kid's film and tell you tell me you don't see a young Grant Delpit. A little bit shorter, probably like two or three inches shorter, but that kid can move, bro. That kid is lean for a 6'1", 6'2", uh, safety. He can run. God, can that kid cover. And as soon as you think he ain't going to come down and lay it the smack it down on your Rudy Pooh candy butt, he's going to. I like that kid, man. I don't say that a lot of, about a lot of freshmen, and y'all know that. Or incoming guys. I'm high on that kid. Uh, James Washington says, hashtag ask Blake, can you see Brian Thomas Jr. playing tight end? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. There's no way. The kid would have to gain 45 pounds overnight. That ain't happening. Uh, Terry Delahousse on Facebook says, hashtag ask Blake, who do you think they could cross train at tight end in your opinion? I have no idea. Um, 
I have no idea. You know, Desmond Little makes some sense. Um, <laughs> man, I don't know. I just don't know. Mm. I can't, you know, off the top of my head, I can't really think of one. That doesn't mean that it's not out there and it doesn't exist. Um, I just can't think of any. Um, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> let me get back to you on that. Um, yeah, I, I'm having, dude, anytime like something big at LSU happens, 71 DMs on Twitter. Blake, did you see Justice Williams is coming back for LSU basketball? Bro, that is massive. Yeah, I saw. Kenny says, I guess the neuter dame is Ordron's dream job. Yeah, guys, we talked about that last night and on the show, and we talked about it in Twitter spaces. Look, man, I'm not, I, I you know, if, if Ed wants to be petty, let him be petty. But I'll say this again. Scott Wilbur did some things to Ed when he was at LSU. You're kind of reaping what you're sowing here a little bit. Scott Wilbur was not the biggest fan and, 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 and you know, he wasn't waving his pom-poms. Go, Ed, go. Go, Ed, go. For Ed Orgeron. He just wasn't. I am on one, says, would Quincy Wiggins be good at tight end uh, his, with his basketball skills? Maybe, maybe, but I just don't know if you move Quincy Wiggins to tight end. I mean, would he be better at defensive end? Is he a Julius Peppers reincarnated? Uh, Donald Kelly Jr. says, Ashek asked like that kid from Georgia does not m mind bringing that hat either. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. No, he does not. Yeah, Lamar Williams, a.k.a. Big Pressure, uh, I'm a real big speaker, says, don't get me started on that O mess yesterday. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I get it. I, I know. I know. Uh, John says, ask Blake, isn't it great to get practice news from the coaches, not just Orgeron saying our best day of practice? Guys, it's massive. You know, I, I, there's a lot of me. Like, do y'all remember when we came out on the show and we talked about, guys, LSU is going to give more media access than they've ever done in the last 20 years, even since going back all the way to Nick Saban? We talked about literally like 12 episodes, or maybe even more than that, maybe 15 episodes ago. Hell, maybe even more than that, maybe 25, 30 episodes ago. Brian Kelly's going to do exactly what he did at Notre Dame. You're going to get your offensive coordinator. You're going to get your recruiting coordinator. You're going to get your defensive coordinator. And you're going to get your head coach. There's, Guys, it's his show. It is nobody else's show. Brian Kelly, if you did not know this, came into LSU and fired all the baggage off. Hey, what do you do? Oh, you, you, you collect paper? Bye-bye. See ya. Oh, hey, what do you do? You count tickets? Okay, bye-bye. See ya. He trimmed all the fat. Trust me. I've been covering LSU for a whopping five years now. He trimmed the fat. The access fat that had no business being there, good for him. Good for him. Brought in, I, you know, and I was told this week that he brought in another seven or, or six people. Was it six? Five or six, whatever it is. 
But, yeah, I like hearing from your coordinators. That's what it's all about. Open it up. What does it matter? <laughs> you know, I mean, O was just, oh, bro. Uh, Derek on Facebook says, just seen Justice Williams coming back to men's basketball. Yeah. LGZ said, Ed O was just giving lip service the whole time he was there. Yeah, that's a Derek Panamski thing, man. That's completely 1,000% a Derek Panamski thing. 1,000%. The Nutra rat himself, Derek Panamski. Ryan Thibodeau says, I need BK to be my weight management coach. Yeah. I mean, hell, you know what's funny is Mike Jones was on this podcast on our show two weeks ago and talking about how like how he never ate his he did his vitamins before and you know like a lot what Dabo did at Clemson is exact same um, that what Brian Kelly is installing uh, that it was you know he just now that he sees it from both sides and both coaches looking the same and both coaches have high success I mean basically this is how good programs are run you have that from a player's perspective. If you don't believe me, why don't you believe a player that's won a national title that came on the show and talked about it? I mean, playing behind Isaiah Simmons, who was a top 10 or top 15 pick and was behind four guys that got drafted in the first round in the NFL. This man came on this show and talked about, like, damn, okay, well, this is exactly how great programs are run. Maybe I need to get on board then. So when you have a leader, let me throw this out to you. Now, I don't talk about Mike Jones a lot outside of him being on the show. But when you have a leader and you, on your team, like a player that goes and says, hey, guys, you see this thing right here like this? That's a national championship ring. The same thing Dabo did at Clemson, like the same exact thing Dabo did at Clemson when we won this nay. It's the same exact thing Brian Kelly is instilling here. Now, a lot of you guys were here in 2019. A lot of you guys, like you weren't. But let's go get this natty. Like, I, I am convinced, by the way, I don't think that they're going to, I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't think that LSU is going to do this. So don't take my words set in stone, even though I know some people will and will run it to the paywalls. Somebody forgot to tell Brian Kelly that they're not trying to win a natty. Somebody forgot to tell him. This old vet says, oh, no, that's not that. I saw somebody ask about the Arkies spread. Oh, Alex on YouTube says, what is the spread on the LSU Arkie game tomorrow? I don't know. We need we can preview that for a second. Look. Let me say this again about the banjo playing Arkansas Razorbacks. If you live, if you're, if you're from Arkansas, we know that you play the banjo. You probably have a Leonard Skinner tramp stamp tattooed on your back. Um, Arkansas. Um, look, LSU has been a road warrior all year. You know, uh, Paul Gervais came on the show last night, LSU's closer. And, I loved how he said, talked about the mentality of this team. Like, look, dog, we're road warriors. Let's go get it. You got to love that. Round of applause for Paul Gervais from last night. <laughs> Paul Gervais was impressive, y'all. He was highly impressive. 
Um, I think, look, I don't, you know, I haven't been given a lot of baseball predictions on this show. Um, but look, they're going to, LSU is going to face some three solid, not great, but solid starters in Arkansas this weekend. Um, LSU can win this series. The only thing that I don't like is that Arkansas is coming off of losing two out of three. Um, you're on the road, but LSU's just been so damn good on the road. Look, they had the, t- there's no question. There's no question whatsoever that LSU has the talent to to win two out of three. I'm not going to say they're going to sweep. I ain't going to say that. But man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Yeah, Adam, I'm not pulling up your comment. I, I already know. There's not a lot that goes on without us knowing. Uh, but I see your comment. Come on, bro. Uh, Jared Roach says, let's talk about the that running back room. Well, let's talk about that. Look, um, interesting enough, I don't know if I agree with my, my good buddy Sean Fox. Um, speaking of somebody who was else on last night's show, I don't know if I agree um, so much with Sean Fox on when he talks when he talked about the running back room last night I, I you know look we don't know what we're going to get from John now do I want John Emery to succeed do I think he can succeed do I think that they want to get him the ball do I think that they want to throw him the ball out of the backfield get him out in space and use his speed we saw that he's put on some pounds and use his power absolutely we don't know what we're getting from Noah Kane Noah Kane's battled through some injuries Corey Connor although look great uh got to trim some of that fat down um Trey Bradford has broke off some big runs this this spring. What does Trey Bradford get you? Uh, give you? I, I don't know if we know about the LSU running back room. I think this is what we know. We know that they have they are highly talented. They got four and five star guys all across the board and guys that can severely play. I don't believe. I don't think that we know what we're really, 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 really going to get from them. If you can you if you can get 75 80% of all of their talent, you'll be fine. If you get if you get look, it, it's it is not out of the realm of possibility that John Emery goes cuckoo for cocoa puffs this year. It is not out of the realm of possibility for a former five-star to go nuts along with Noah Kane. It's not a crazy thought. Again, We've seen multiple times this spring where Trey Bradford has broke some long runs because he's so just damn fast. Yeah. <laughs> you got to utilize your skill sets. You got to utilize your talents. I think that they can do that. Terry Dulahuse says, I guess when they put the media out, they practice in four or five wide receivers. They play tight end, uh, play being poor. Uh, I don't think that they're doing that. They're still utilizing the tight end. Holden Lee says, I'm glad we didn't play Tuesday. Didn't mind the extra day off all and saved arms for sure. That's true. It's true. It's very true. Mark says, is he kin to Ricky Gervais? Talking about Paul Gervais. I didn't ask him that question. I asked him if he was surprised – 
that the Mississippi State Bulldog fans were able to count more than three on the Eric Razelman toe taps. Right? Chance Babin says, did BK trim the fat from the compliance office? No, not completely. Uh, Derek Carlin said, oh, yeah, we just got to that. We just got to that. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills very quickly. We're about 50 minutes in. want to talk about our good friends over at Gramco, my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. We'll continue to talk some LSU right after the break. Stay tuned. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, guys. Oh, by the way, Gramco just sent me some of the new flavors. Balling, dog. Fantastic. You deal with hypertension. You deal with a lot of things. Look, man, Gramco is the place to go. All right, let's talk about our good friend uh, Graham over at Gramco and our good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, let's get back to it. You know, one thing I didn't say tonight was, let's get this thing started, (laughs) y'all. Somebody sent me a DM saying that they were ashamed of me for not saying, all right, let's get this thing started, y'all. You're right. You're right. Uh, Blaine Smith says, Denbrock said they had to back off the installments. Team is behind so far. Yeah, but Blaine, I'm not worried about that right now. Like, I'm really not worried about that right now. I mean, what are they behind on? You know, the defense is always going to be ahead of the offense, but they're already more installing more things now. I mean, you want here, – here's here's what Nick said. So, if you listen, here's what the good coaches do. Okay, everybody do us a favor too. Hit the like button, hit the share. Everybody do us a favor. Hit the like button, hit the share. Here's what good coaches do. Okay, when you're a master – when you're when you're good at, at a lot of things or just average at a lot of things, you're not great at one thing. When you and, – and Nick Saban talks about this all the time too. Um, and, and Bill Belichick, uh, uh, Mike Krzyzewski, a lot of great coaches. I don't have to use Nick in there, but you know what I'm saying. We've heard Urban Meyer talk about it before. Really great coaches. John Wooden, regardless of who the coach is. When you're, when you're average at a lot of things, you're not great at one thing. 
You know, if you're great at one thing, you an elite at one thing, you don't have to be uh, just average at other things. I don't mind. I like a a offensive coordinator that's going to stop installments if they can't perfect the small things. What do you think that thirty if they're at thirty percent? Right, like if they're at thirty percent and they're not able to get the next ten percent, so they're not able to go to forty percent, they're falling a little bit behind. Let's run it again. You ever seen the movie Remember the Titans? You remember when left side strong side was about to come up? Hmm. Do you remember? Because I do. Coach Herman Boone looked over to the right at his coaches. He said, "Get on the ball. Let's run it again." Defense just was stagnant. Stop Petey. All of a sudden, here comes Bartier. Hitting Julius Campbell. Left side. Strong side. Left side. When you are not elite and really good at your base 30 to 40% things, your base offense, you cannot move forward, nor, nor should you. This is not Ed Orgeron. You don't have Joe Burrow walking through that door. Now, you might have a Joe Burrow. His name could be Walker Howard, but I'm not going to put that on that kid. I mean, hell, 65 touchdowns in a season Jesus in the SEC, Jesus Christ. I mean, look, you might not, we might not ever see another Joe Burrow at LSU. And I'm, you know, look, I'm glad I lived through it. But that kid's ultra talented. Get the small things right. You will never have to worry about anything else if you get the small things right. That is good coaching 101. I'm sorry I kind of went on a tangent there, but yeah. I I don't know if y'all saw this because I wanted to talk about this too. I missed this on the baseball thing. Um, Jay Johnson talked about Trey Morgan will play this weekend. Of course he will. (laughs) Of, Of course he will. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to just peel that guy off the field. Blaine says, "I love to remember the Titans." Chris says, "Chris English says, left side, strong side." Yeah, left side, strong side, left side, strong side. Uh, KJ says the running back room is loaded. Yeah, it can be loaded and you not know what's going to happen there. Guys, you don't know what's going to happen at the running back position. Look, we haven't got a lot from John Emery. Noah Kane has been average, was average at Penn State. Trey Bradford, Corey Connor, they are very talented. Very talented. You don't know what you're getting from them. That is, guys, that is fair. Like, take the let's take the glasses off for just a minute, right? Like, take them off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your comments. I see your comments. Blake, what about what about the, the Pelicans playing game? We'll get to that in just a second. We're not staying too long on that. Uh Jeffrey Jones says Blake is on the on that pipe. No, I'm not, bro. Come on, Jeffrey. I'm gonna write your name down. You better not. You better not let me see a picture with you in a beer or a pipe in your hand if I go on your Facebook profile page. Come on, Jeffrey. I don't have my pencil though. I'll remember your name, Jeffrey Jones. I ain't on no pipe, bro. 
See, Jeffrey's always saying LOL. See, I knew it, Jeffrey. You got a profile picture with a beer in your hand, don't you? Uh-huh. Let me go over to Facebook and find old Jeffrey Jones saying I'm on that pipe. What, you think I smoke crack? You think I smoke that stuff? <laughs> I'm just messing, Jeffrey. I'm just messing, bud. Uh, Ryan Gidry says, Jay Johnson also said he was having nagging injuries. Uh, who is that? Oh, yeah, Ryan Thibodeau asked about Gavin Dew, guys. Yeah, good thing, though. Good thing, though. Uh, not a broken hand or wrist. That's good news. That's good news. Let's see what, um, let's see what happens there. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play this weekend. Blaine Smith says, is Derek Singley a top 10 pick? Blake, no, I don't believe that he is. I could be wrong there. I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's going to be a top 10 pick, though. I, look, I, I'm more than willing, more than willing to eat my words for Derek Stingley to be a top 10 pick. I just don't think that I will. Um, Jared Roach says, how about the linebackers? I think Mike Jones, who? Has had a huge offseason. Can he take it into fall? Can he take it into the summer? I think that he will. Uh, Greg, Print, Greg Penn third from Maryland. Another guy that's coming here and done some good stuff. What can he do? You know what Baskerville can give you? Can he get better? Jared Small returns. Let me tell you who's put on some weight, too. Um, and let me tell you somebody who's kind of flying under the radar a little bit is Wes Weeks. Dude, Wes Weeks can fly. Like, that dude can go full space gym. I believe I can fly. Whoo! I believe I can touch the sky. Whoo! Think about it every night and day. Whoo! Spread my wings and fly away. Man, can fly. Kiss fast, man. Uh, the Golden Boot Pod says, "Do you did you know that Daniel Thomas... <laughs> if you missed it, I went on the Golden Boot Podcast this Sunday, uh, and one of their co-hosts, Daniel... Uh, I'm going to leave that one alone, but y'all need to go watch the Golden Boot Podcast, and then you will uh, figure it out. Uh, Brandon Thomas says, who you think going to be the starting QB? Brandon, I'm not trying to kick this can down the road. I think it's too premature, right? I, I think it's way too premature for me to say who I think is going to be. Now, I will say this. Um, I do believe here's two general thoughts, Brandon, that I believe with this quarterback race. Uh, number one, I believe that Jane Daniels' skill set fits more to what Brian Kelly and Mike Denbrock wants to do more than Miles Brennan. You want to run quarterback runs, quarterback counters, RPOs, zone reads. Miles isn't doing that. Miles just is not going to pull that sucker and run for 60. He's not. Um, however, I do believe... A focused Miles Brennan, a Miles Brennan that wants to be the best quarterback in that room, has the talent to do it. My only question for Miles Brennan has always been two things, and always will be: number one, does he does he really want to play football? Does Miles Brennan wake up in the morning and want to play football? I don't know that. All right, look. We're going to watch this Pelly's game tonight. Um, Mark says, Blake, you watching the Pelly's game tonight? You're damn right I am. You're damn right I am. I, I, I'll take the Pels. I don't know what the Spurs are going to do. 
Uh, Dwayne said Jane Daniels isn't accurate at all. Um, Dwayne, let me tell you this. That's not true. I know the narrative that the paywalls wanted to tell you, but the practice film that I got says you're not right with that one. Who are you going to believe? Guys, you told me LSU wasn't going after a transfer quarterback. You told me I was wrong. The paywalls were saying something else. That's fine. That's fine. Don't run with that narrative, guys. Don't run with that narrative. All right. We will see you guys again tomorrow. We're guessing this thing up. I hate talking for an hour. <laughs> just joking. I get paid to do it. Uh, just want to talk one before we get out of here about my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. Let him know that your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right. We're getting on out of here, guys. We'll see you all tomorrow. You all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.